Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. I slurred that like a mofo. Uh, Will, how's it going? Good. Sounds like you've had a couple drinks today. Uh, I'm just sweating a lot because it's super hot here. Um, well, Canadian hot, right, Cole? Oh, yeah. And we had a little beach day today, so we were extra Canadian hot. Yeah. Um, I Okay, so when we first landed, I'm like, we should set up on the other side of that fence. So we so I have a dog, right? So we're, we're going to the dog area. But I wanted to set up our camp on the outside of the dog area so we didn't have dogs running through our camp. And then lo and behold, I go and park the car and come back and fucking waifu has just reverse decision my shit. And now we're in the dog area. I supported her reverse decision because I didn't see any harm of it. And then we had dogs running <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, okay, back to video games on a video games podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about the Xbox Showcase. Will and I watched that and uh, had some interesting announcements. And uh, finally got to see some Halo Infinite gameplay, so that'll be great. Uh, Will, what else did we see? Uh, we finally saw our first glimpse, and I mean glimpse by literally a fucking glimpse of Fable. <laughs> as far as glimpses go, yep. Yeah, uh, it's going to be... Like, it didn't even look like Fable, man. It was a fairy being eaten by a frog. Like, our interaction while that was happening was like, is this Fable? It can't be. No. It looks like Fable. I'm not yeah. sure. It could be Fable. And then it said Fable. We're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Fucking teaser. Uh, anyways, yeah. So, uh, all right, guys. We're going to talk about the Xbox showcase coming up right now. Right now. Right now. All right, everyone, welcome to the show. Uh, Cole, I mentioned this last week, but you need to do another uh, takeover. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot again. I got to write it down. Yeah, write it, put, it sticky, put a sticky note on your monitor or something. But the, the, the takeover, you can't know. Like, I mean, that's what I mean is you, you can't know about it. It's got to be a surprise to you. Will and I will have to plan it and then, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then surprise you with it. Maybe I just will say, okay, uh, I'm going to hit record and then I'm going to go like fucking do something else and then i'll come back in an hour and stop the podcast so good luck and then we'll see how you guys do <laughs> have you you've never missed a podcast have you well i can't yeah she does everything <laughs> i guess you're right yeah so uh anyways okay so uh let's get into the gaming releases of the week will 
Okay, so we are, well, uh, it's the 26th as we're recording this. This uh, podcast will be coming out on the 28th. Mm-hmm. So following the 28th, Terrarium will be making its way to PC. I don't know if either of you have ever played Terrarium. Sounds familiar, but probably not. It's yeah, very similar to like Minecraft in a few ways, but uh, it's a pretty fun game. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, uh, Brightbound is going to be going to PC. Then we also have Hellpoint for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, Mac, and Linux. Wow. I didn't even think they were making games for Linux well, I was going to say, what's Linux? Yeah. Um, that's July 30th. Uh, July 30th as well, we have Liberated. Yakuza Kiwami 2 is going to be making its way to Xbox One on the 30th as well. And then uh, a couple other games I don't really care about or know anything about, but uh, ending the month off with uh, Fairy Tale for the PlayStation 4, the Switch, and PC on July 31st. How much does that cost? I w- Normal game price. There is uh. a deluxe edition with some extra content and uh, cosmetic stuff. I don't really care about too much about that, but I'm pretty sure I'll be picking this up for the Switch. Yeah, I might uh, pick that up for the Switch as well because I, I a need a new Switch game because I actually put down Paper Mario. I haven't really played it much this week. I played it like maybe for an hour this week. Yeah, so basically you play through the whole story of Fairy Tale. Um, I think from the beginning, and uh, it's not fully open world. Like it is kind of linear, but you can fully explore. Um, what's the town, Magnolia? Oh yeah. Yeah. So Magnolia has been fully created, and then you can also explore the actual guild. That's cool. And then you take on guild quests and stuff like that to make fairy tale uh, like rank one. That's cool. Um, yeah. I was I was actually wondering how they were gonna do that. Um, so you can go and accept jobs. So basically, like Pokemon Mystery Dungeons job system. Yep. Okay, cool. That's cool. I actually really like that. Uh, that kind of interests me. So I, I think I'll be picking this up for sure on the thirty first, and uh, maybe we'll talk about it on a following podcast. Nice. Uh, yeah, I might not have time. Ah, right, whatever. I'll figure it out. So uh, I was telling uh, Cole and them before the podcast starts. So my brother is going to give me back my Wii U. I'm going to see him next weekend. So I'll be able to play some Pikmin three and some Wii U sports and Google. Some... Can you play Pikmin online? <laughs> We're still Sound trying listening. to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, that'd be great if we can play like online, like through in different houses, so you don't have to come over and get get me infected with COVIDness. Pikmin three online question mark is that what pikmin 4 needs pikmin online uh do you know what pikmin 4 fun. needs it needs to be owned in in my house that's what it needs <laughs> yeah it needs to be created forget pokemon or pick uh, pikmin we literally need to see something from nintendo this year yeah what the fuck's going on there uh it is now going into august and we have yet to see a a big title like from nintendo Besides, I know they gave up last uh, last year, basically, to PlayStation, and then yeah. they said they're focusing on the following year. Yep. Well, we're halfway through the following year, and I haven't seen fuck all other than Pokemon and... Uh, Paper Mario. Paper Mario now. Yeah. So we're off to a bad start. Well, well you know, uh, I've noticed this ever since the Switch was announced, was like they literally hang on to the game, like not announcing the game until like a fucking couple months before the game's released. That's just stupid, though. They got to learn to bring up the hype. Yeah. We'll get into this later, but uh, in the Xbox showcase, like, people need to learn how to make a fucking trailer. Like, it's just so... Like, I mentioned oh, this when we were watching so many thing. games that I have no idea what they're about yet. Yeah, like, I was, I was talking to Cole about this today, too. Like, when you make a trailer, especially for... Well, we know more for movies than for games, but 
Uh, you present a problem, you present the solution, and then you present how the main character uh, is going to bring that solution, essentially. So, like, that's kind of like breaking down how you make a movie trailer. And the game is all about making the player want to be the main character and help move the story forward. So, it, none of those did that. Like, I was saying to Cole, it, like, showed just, like, some random graphics on, like, oh, this... Like, they basically show off the art style first. And then they show off, like, a couple creepy characters, and then they show off some other bullshit thing that does does not fucking help the game at all, and then you're it's, just left super confused. It's funny, I think I'm watching the trailer that you're talking about, because I'm watching through the showcase right now, and there's, like, a post-apocalyptic trailer. Oh, there's a lot of those. Oh, it's Stalker 2. So, Stalker's yeah. already a, a franchise. I was like, what the hell is going on? And I just got to the, the credit. Yeah, I think the best, I was telling Cole, the best... Um, trailer that I've seen in the last like five years was Breath of the Wild. Like that trailer was just like a massively like so done, so done well. I can't even talk. But um, yeah. I think the reason that that one did so well was because obviously Zelda is already an established franchise. Everybody knows the basic premise of Zelda. Um, but that started by showing uh, how alive the world was because that was a big controversy. It was and, also the music. Yeah, as the music. As soon as I heard the music kick in, like I knew what was coming. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the music. Uh, and it was Will watching the trailer. <laughs> um, Damn sorry. right, man. My pants are creamy. Creamy. <laughs> Creamium. Not premium here. Um, anyways, after the live world, it showed Link and how fucking insignificantly small he was compared to how big the world was. So Which you're like, amazing. holy fuck. Like, yeah, it just... The way they did it was so good. But, like, games nowadays, I'm way more confused than I am interested in the game. I think though, I, like I, I know we were supposed to be talking about Microsoft, but I, I, at least with Breath of the Wild, like I didn't realize how big that game was going to be because other than the trailers, I tried to stay away from all the spoilers just Same. like you. Yep. So when I started up that fucking game, it was massive, like way bigger than I, I like I had the, the idea in my head. Yeah, exactly. It's really, really good. Uh, anyways, yeah, so back to, you know, the Xbox showcase. <sighs> um, so yeah, it wasn't terribly impressive in terms of games. Yeah, uh, but, like, there's a couple other things that we'll go over when we get to them. But they also did say they have another conference moving forward in about a couple months. Yeah. So I bet you we might see a few more games and we'll finally get some hardware, uh, like, talk i don't know <laughs> yeah and that it would not surprise me if they showcased the halo infinite multiplayer and actually announced a beta for it uh they actually just said there probably isn't going to be a beta they don't have uh, the resources this year well all right then the yeah 343 came out with that um actually right after the conference because people were asking if there would be a multiplayer beta and they said they are not ready the, like, oh, they're not really like the game's not ready for a beta. You mean? Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. They it, like then people question like, is multiplayer going to be available at launch? And they're like, yes, multiplayer is going to be available at launch. Okay, that was the next it's thing just, I was. I don't say. think they have time to put all their resources right now into doing like a two week beta. So are they just going to release a broken ass multiplayer and just fucking patch it as they go, like every other they game? They probably will. Oh fuck! All right. It's mostly, that's how a lot of things are going to be this year because everything's being delayed with COVID. People are working from home. Yeah, that's so true. It's adding a lot more element to getting something done on time. Yes. 
Uh, okay, anyway, so speaking of Halo Infinite, we finally saw some gameplay for it. It showed uh, the, the same, pretty much the same cutscene we already saw, but I think it was a, a bit later. It continued on from it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Chief lands on another Halo ring with this random dude who can't fly Pelican to save his freaking life. So he flies yeah, it directly I'll towards all the cannons. Literally, right now, all 343 Studios is calling this guy is the pilot. Even though we know who voices them and everything, they're just calling him the pilot. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Cole, have you seen the trailer yet? Uh, for Halo? The new one? The gameplay yeah, and everything? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I did see it. Cool. Um, so yeah, then, then Master Chief's mission starts, and uh, the guns look different. I think they did a little bit of remodeling and redesigning of the guns. Um, I'm good with that, though. They looked a lot more, like, m way more detailed. Yeah, I think the simplicity of the guns, like, from Halo 1, obviously, was limited by the memory, the original Xbox, etc. And then they just yeah. kind of maybe kept those original models and just added a bit more, like, contours to them and a bit more um, detail. But I, the I think they've completely redesigned, now that they're in the different engine, uh, redesigned all the weapons. Because even the shotgun looked quite different. Oh, yeah. It yeah, it's got, like, like, a, had a, like, a drum clip on it. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of it. Like, the drum on the bottom. Yeah, the so... The audio for the weapons, too, has been highly, highly, like, fixed. Yeah, it's... They sound really good. Um, so there was some, uh... There was some... This is actually funny. There was some backlash on Twitter, uh, revolving around the game's graphics. So somebody posted a, a photo. Uh, I'm actually gonna... Posted on our uh, uh, Discord, but anyway, so this photo uh, was attached, and the guy who was saying like the graphics absolutely suck for Halo Infinite, uh, based off the one screenshot that he put on Twitter. It's like, dude, and even the uh, head of uh, of the development team for uh, Halo Infinite was like, dude, you were probably watching it in 1080p and like on your fucking phone, so. <laughs> You know, like, you can't really... And it's a game that's in pre-development. Like, you can't really say that the yeah, game looks like shit. Yeah, they're still reworking all these textures, right? So... Yeah. So... Uh, but anyways, yeah, so the game... He was playing on easy. Had to have been. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. I'm like, this guy is not playing on <laughs> on Legendary at all. Yeah, he was playing it very slow just to give everybody an idea of, like, the movement and the, and the AI and, and the all guns. the guns, too. Yeah. So you could switch between them and... So, Will, we didn't talk about this, but actually I have a very uh, interesting question. I'm very curious to see how a Halo Infinite is going to present difficulty on Legendary. Because um, obviously Halo 2, which we've talked about multiple times on the show, is just like, it's fucking unplayable. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, un it's unplayable because you're the second weakest character in the game, and the, w the way it presents difficulty is not fun. Um, Halo 4, or even Halo 1... The way that that those games present difficulty is much more fun because it's it's challenging you to get better, and once you're better, um, you can actually hold up your own, um, mm -hmm. you know, throughout the game. So I'm wondering if Halo Infinite's going to follow in the footsteps of Halo Five, which was another unplayable fucking campaign because of that same reasoning from Halo they Two. They said Halo Infinite is being reworked off of basically Halo 1 because if you look at the box art that was released it literally is Halo 1 box art yeah uh, yeah so I, I just don't want to play a fucking stupid I'm campaign. hoping a legendary that's similar to freaking Halo 1 exactly yeah 
uh, staying on the campaign, uh, we've seen a couple reports from various articles here that uh, Halo Infinite is supposed to be a 10-year game. So the campaign's going to be expanded upon throughout the next couple years. Yeah, uh, we touched on this just before the podcast. I can see a couple people being kind of apprehensive about this. But for a title as big as Halo, I think this could work. So you're saying a 10-year game is in, like, they're they're going to keep building off of this game for the next 10 years. Yeah. And they're going to keep releasing, like, campaign updates and different things to keep it alive for a while. Yeah, I'm skipping ahead in my article, but it says here, 343 Studios wants Halo Infinite to be the platform for Halo for the next 10 years, rather than to stick to a number of installments. I feel like that's kind of a... a a good way to go for certain things like look at Sea of Thieves for instance um, you can say what you want good or bad about that game but it's not like they're releasing a new one they just constantly increase the the amount of stuff you can do so you don't lose out on anything or have to buy huge new games exactly. I, I think so if it's done well yeah if it's done well it could actually be something maybe I don't know maybe not for, for Halo but it could be interesting to see well, you've seen like how it has the open world and you can pick up like what mission you want to do or side quests, right? Mm-hmm. So they have kind of turned it a little more RPG-ish and as people have called it, they've destinified, destinified the game. Mm-hmm. And so, it's funny that Bungie's no longer <laughs> a part of it. Uh, true, but I think Bungie still has that working relationship with Microsoft, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm. But... I think this could work. Like I said to Rodney, I don't want to pay like forty dollars or you know thirty to forty dollars for an expansion that's only going to be like thirteen hours. If they want to do this, then like every two years or something, if they want to charge me full price for another Halo like expansion, but it's going to give me a, like a full campaign that's going to continue the story, I'm all for it. Yeah, and that that, uh, that brought up uh, the season pass for this. Mm-hmm. Like, how expensive is that going to be if this is going to be a 10-year game? I think they're going to go the way of, like, normal, uh, all the other season passes, and they're going to do se- seasonal, um, make it, like, you know, every a 10-week season pass or something. And you'll probably level that up through multiplayer or in-game challenges, even doing missions. Yeah. So, you'll, you know how you get XP? Yeah. So I actually, I think you mentioned this, Will. Uh, there's supposed to be some sort of like upgrading for your weapons and stuff in this game. Uh, it's rumored. They haven't touched on it yet. Uh, I know one of the rumors was the grappling hook, and lo and behold, we did see it. There it is. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I actually think that's a good idea. But I was actually in a chat room on Facebook, and we had a good debate. So the Molnir armor, which they teased in the beginning of this trailer as well. Well not, well, not tease. They just showed, like, them making Master Chief's armor. Yeah. Um, so that thing weighs a 1,000 pounds. So that's why Master Chief's such a fucking tank, is because he has to carry around this 1,000-pound this armor. But if you're using a grappling hook, I feel like you should feel the mass and the weight of Master Chief as he's grappling everywhere. Like, if you grapple a grunt, like, the grunt should weigh nothing. He should be coming to you versus yeah. Master Chief going to him, right? Did you see Master Chief flying towards the Grunt? Or because I've do. only seen him fly against to an elite and uh, uh, um, oh yeah, a he has root on it to a Grunt. So uh, the the elites make sense though because they're wearing their own version of the Molnir armor. 
Yeah, and same with the brutes. They're already heavy freaking apes. So yeah. Um. So yeah, like if you grapple a bridge, obviously mm-hmm. the bridge is way bigger and way heavier than you, so you would go flying. That makes perfect sense. So yeah, I, I'm hoping that you can interact with stuff in the game with the grappling hook, and then the, uh, the mass of the object plays uh, an effect yeah. on on it too. Does that make it actually super interesting? Because apparently if, the grappling hook though is an item. It's not something you you could always have. Oh, you could so, hold on to it, but say you know how like we had our like our upgrades, like our our, our abilities. Like when you could pick up the sprint or the roll or the yeah, shield. Yeah, I think the grappling hook is going to play oh. into that type of thing. Oh, so I'm actually kind of cool with that. I'm cool with that too, and that actually just made me think: what if you can actually upgrade your Molnar suit as well, so you can have multiple ability slots as well? See, so I talked about it last week. I am a little pissed because I was just a tad slow. So. Uh, Halo or Halo and 343 Studios partnered with uh, Mondo, and they released the, a really sick poster of the Master Chief with the armor being like put on him, basically. Like he's standing there, and it's like either being put on him or taken off with the brand new armor. And it was like 50 bucks, but because it's limited edition, right? Like it went live at 9 a.m. Pacific. I was in the store. At 9 a.m. and at 9:01, while I was doing my like my address, it got sold out. Dude, why didn't you have auto complete address? What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Wait, know. so you what were you buying? You were buying armor? No. no. So Mondo is like a collectible thing. Oh. They partnered with everyone, and they partnered with 343 Studios to make this gorgeous like Halo poster. I'm gonna see if I can find it for you guys. Um. But it sold out within a minute, like a fucking minute. It might have even been a less than a minute. Like as soon as it went live, I clicked add to cart and then I went to pay, uh, PayPal, had it done. And then uh, while I was uh, just changing my one address, because you always have to put like my, uh, the one, you know, like your street address yeah, 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 and then yeah. your unit number, right? But sometimes they screw it up. So I just had to do it myself. And right when I did that and I clicked, complete order it's like sorry this item has been sold out so they didn't they didn't like when you when you click on it to add it to your cart they don't save it in your cart for you no because it's first come first serve right so as soon as like the first one's sold out it's just done that's rough you should sue um, ebay (laughs) it wasn't ebay (laughs) that was mondo it was off of their website (laughs) but i'm trying to find the poster for you it was really nice Will's upset because he didn't get something limited edition. Well, then he's going to leave it Halo right. Too, right? So, <laughs> no, this is a poster. I'm going to grab my stuff from him during the barbecue anyways. Oh, you goddamn better. It's taking up shelf room now because I dismantled my table for the barbecue today. <laughs> uh, anyways, okay. So, uh, yeah. I'm actually really impressed with how Halo, Halo, Halo Infinite. Halo. Halo Infinite uh, turned out. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see some multiplayer because multiplayer for me sucked. Well, five sucked, just period. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 let's, let's talk about Halo 5 multiplayer just based off what was there and what they're going to probably bring over for infinite. So for me, uh, whatever that massive fucking fighting mode was called where you spawn in and. Uh, I can't. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. One, yeah. Big battle. Big no, battles. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, big team battle. It was. Uh, it had a specific name. War or something. 
the war, war zone it wasn't war no, zone it was war no, let me look at it let me look it up quick but anyways yeah so it's a big huge mode uh and you come in and oh will sent me an image that confused me for a sec uh oh it is war zone it was called war zone it's called war zone so uh that, okay, that that I didn't want to believe it was called Warzone, but it, but it is. Anyway, so it's called Warzone. I'm sh if I'm sure everyone's played Halo Five at some point in their fucking lives, but uh, yeah. So you drop in with your team, and it's basically like a huge mashup of firefight, uh, uh, big team battle, and like campaign yep. shit. So uh, yeah, you drop in, and that sounds fucking badass, but. It's just it just turns into this huge fucking frenzy. And the other thing is too is pe people can have modded weapons too, um, so you can go and buy uh, uh, rec packs or whatever the fuck, and it'll give you like uh, a ghost that has like fucking special blazer beam things, or you can get a carbine that shoots like five times faster than normal or something. Um, and then you can buy them in the game or go to a terminal and then use those and then get them in the actual game. So it's kind of, it kind of unbalances the game a little bit. And that's what I didn't like about it. I have a feeling though, the multiplayer is definitely going to use those type of mechanics. Cause just looking at Warzone, or not even Warzone, just COD, uh, uh, modern warfare, right? Yeah. Like you have your base weapon, but you can get all those upgrades. And I just have a feeling, a bad feeling that it's going to go the same way for Halo. Yeah, but with um, with war like Call of Duty Warzone, I think the base weapon is fine, but you can do uh, you know a couple things here or there to make it suit your style. Mm -hmm. Um, that I actually don't mind. I mean, there's some fucking guns out there that are broken right now, like the FAL is just fucking laser beam. <laughs> um, but I for Halo, like it just kind of broke the game for me because of. Uh, it wasn't like everyone gets the same weapons and, y you know, maybe a power weapon drops on the map and you have to fight for that shotgun or for the sniper rifle or whatever the fuck, right? So, I don't know. It, for me, it unbalanced the game and I, I just want to go back to the kind of classic Halo multiplayer stuff. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, let COD be COD and then let Halo be Halo, you know? It's just because some somebody's doing it a certain way doesn't mean that everybody has to do it that way. Yeah, I felt Halo 4 went kind of towards the Call of Duty train. It took some getting used to. I got used to it and I actually ended up liking Halo 4 multiplayer, but it didn't it wasn't like Halo Reach or Halo 3 multiplayer. It just didn't feel Reach the same. Is still my favorite. Yeah, same. So, okay, uh so that was Warzone. Firefight needs to stay in there cuz Firefight's so much fun. I love Firefight. You, you can't take that. That is uh, Firefight. Um my favorite achievement to get, which was a fucking grind was you had to get a million points in firefight oh yeah fuck that took me and my friend uh probably five and a half hours um and we set it so that we could never die and we had like super powerful weapons i could just one shot anything it has to be in one in one sitting in one sitting yeah yeah um so yeah we had i had a rocket launcher and a sniper rifle and he had something else, but like the the phantoms would come in with a wraith, and you would literally shoot the wraith and kill the wraith before he hits the ground. And you're like, "Yep." And there's a thousand points. Um, and then we had a we had a wraith graveyard because they had the same spawn points, right? So they'd come and drop the the wraiths, and there was like 
fucking 12 or 13 wraiths like stacked on top of each other because they just kept dying before they even hit the ground it was awesome <laughs> um i've never felt more like a god in my life uh especially the bonus rounds because the bonus rounds the uh, phantoms come and stay over the spawn point and just basically continuously spawn grunts and i just run around with a sword and just destroy all the grunts it's good it's good fun but yeah it was fu it was it became a grind after about an hour and a half or two hours it's just like fuck just... you're doing the same thing over and over yeah again. exactly um yeah we ended up switching weapons and stuff just to keep it fresh but uh yeah firefight's super fun i love it it's good stuff what's the other one forge yeah forge is good i really enjoy forge i i wish they made like a mario super mario maker type online sharing system where you could share your levels that could work with infinite yeah well they kind of they did that like you could go online and get people's maps on yeah. halo 3 and reach yep could you oh, I, I didn't really get into that but yeah because i mean um with mario maker you can download like the latest levels right mm -hmm. so, yeah, and, and then you try could, them out you could do that in halo because yeah. i i downloaded um there's a map that they have, uh, what the heck is it called? It's super famous, something speed, and it's just a giant ramp that they built in the oh, air. Oh, yeah. It's like they, in, it's inside of a, they built the whole ramp in the air, and there's all the vehicles at the top, and then you race down the hill, and there's teleporters at the bottom, and once you hit the bottom, it just teleports you right back to the top it, at your, the speed you were going, and you hit the ramp again, and then you get to the bottom, and it goes to the top at the speed you were going until the you're moving so fast that you just blow up. <laughs> because you're moving too quick and so everybody gets a vehicle and you just like either race down to see you can like survive the longest or try and go with a different vehicle oh it was a great great map that somebody just built in the air yeah. yeah you could just go and go and download it my favorite forge map actually um i don't know if they just made this mode up or if somebody made this mode up and then submitted it and they're like that's actually a good idea it was called uh husky raid in halo 4 so it was just literally uh a kind of like what you're describing cole like two ramps like so you start at the top and then it ramps down and then the ramps meet in the middle by an arcway and it was capture the flag and you had to try to get to go down your ramp up the enemy ramp grab the flag and all the way back and it was random weapons so you started with something completely random every time so you might get like a sniper and a sniper and you're like cool um <laughs> fuck that was so much fun because no one took it seriously because it's like you have a fucking sniper and a sniper like come on um, or a fuel rod and a rocket launcher, or a pistol and a fucking... That was the worst round. You got the pistol and, and like, uh, an assault rifle. You're like, cool, I got the standard loadout, and everyone else is running around with fuel rods and rocket launchers and fucking sniper rifles. Like, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it was so much fun. Um, and up top, like, the platform that you spawn at, there's, like, little wings... Um, on the, uh, like, just to the right and the left of the flag, and then there's one piece of cover, and you, that's the only thing that you can hide behind. Other than that, you can look past the cover and see the enemy spawn. So it's like, if you had a sniper rifle, you were fucking set for life, because people would just be spawning in, running, and you'd just be doming them left and right. Oh, it was so fun, dude. I, does, I, I, I'd play that. Um, they made one similar in Halo 5 called Fiesta, I think it was, um, but the maps aren't like that. They're they're small still, but they might be like, uh, like you both spawn and then it's like a 90 degree angle corner and you have to like try to like fight past the corner and get their flag and get back. Like the maps were a bit more interesting in Halo 5, but I think that map on Halo 4 was the best. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, Forge, I like making my own levels. I like getting my level design hatter hat put on. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, so uh, I think it'd be cool, like I said, to uh, maybe there's like a mode that's like, uh, uh, I don't even know what you'd call it, but you click on it and then you would play like the 10 best forge maps submitted that week or something. So it'd be like just regular Halo modes, but you're playing them on these other players' maps. Yeah. And then you can be like, oh, this one was fucking awesome. Right? Then, then, th then you can't complain that, oh, it's just the same 10 maps or the same, yeah. right? I think it, it could work, but with the season pass and stuff like that, I think it would be cool if they added weekly objectives. In terms of, like, the campaign map? Uh, campaign objectives, it could be, like, even multiplayer. So, you know, like, to level up your season pass faster, there could be, like, uh, you know how you have your uh, your quests and stuff like that in COD and all that? Yeah. That give you XP. Like, maybe you could play, like, 20 matches this week or something and that could give you like 2,000 XP yep. or like a 2 million XP or something like that. That would give you like a level or, or two levels of your season pass. Sure. I, want I them... think it would be cool if they went with that. Yeah, absolutely. I want them to get rid of the fucking Spartan rank that could just fuck right off. Just bring back actual ranks like in Halo rank Reach. way better, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm Spartan rank 75. Who fucking cares? Like, you know, it just ha has no weight behind it. Like, when someone's like, oh, I'm a fucking inheritor, you're like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the one biggest thing, I, I, it's a little off topic for multiplayer, but I want to mention it. And th this I'm happy with is they actually came out and they had to say this, that Halo Infinite's only protagonist would be Master Chief. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lock, uh, lockless is what that blonde girl said. Um, yeah. Hashtag lockless. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, mind seeing him again, just not playing him. Yeah. Uh, okay, so on our Discord, uh, I asked it, uh, dudes how and dudes and dudettes how uh, their thoughts on the Xbox conference. Um, so we'll, we'll get into Fable later, but uh, Charlotte Avery, uh, one of our Patreons, says Fable and Halo are the only things worth it. Lol. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll get into the rest of the showcase here. Are you guys not uh, state of state of decay fans? Um, uh, I'm not, I, sort of. Yeah, I, I'll play it, but I'm I, I'm kind of a mid, I'm kind of a casual, I'd say. Not I really. Right. Like state of decay two did not come out that long ago. When did state of decay two come out? Two years ago. Oh. I remember because I was trying to play with with Will, but my computer totally shit the bed. Yeah, he yeah. constantly crashed over and over and mm -hmm. over again. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, May 2018. Okay, so it's been out for a while. Yeah, um, so there, was that State of Decay 3? I couldn't, I don't remember. Yeah, they, they did a trailer for State of Decay 3 where, oh, um, okay. the chick's in the woods hunting and there's a zombie deer eating a wolf. Right, right. Um, <laughs> the funny thing about this whole thing is, uh, Will and I were talking about, uh, like, as the trailer was happening, we'd be like, is that this? Is that this? So, like, we'd be trying to figure out what the game was. And I think I called that one. <laughs> you called that one at the beginning of the trailer and then took it back. You're like, nah, this isn't stated K2. And then there's a fucking zombie deer eating a wolf. You're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Which was surprising because it's, like, right at the campfire. I'm like, this kind of could be State of the Decay. And then I'm like, okay, now it's like a hunting game. This doesn't seem right. And then yeah. it's like a zombie deer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just going back to our Discord, uh, Emotional Support Man says they think they should have uh, done the thing where the, uh, with the Master Chief Collection to have the updated graphics and old graphics option. Yeah, mm. I, don't, I, dis I disagree with that. I dis disagree. Yeah. They only went with that with the before because they were remastering a game. Why should they have to do two different textures? Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Anyways, uh, uh, Jonathan says, have you guys done a podcast on anything for the Nintendo Switch yet? I said, no, there's no news. <laughs> <laughs> so, But we will do one when we get something. <laughs> and then Charlotte's like, uh, how bad, uh, do you want to know how bad Paper Mario is? I said that was last week. All right. Uh, speaking of, uh, we did a little section on the Patreons uh, just after the intro, and which is new every week. So if you guys want to hear that, you can become a Video Games Now Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash video games now. Uh, or you can find links on our website, videogamesnow.ca. And uh, yeah, we're going to do another Patreon day on August 15th. So for the details for that, you can... Uh, Keep on listening. Uh, yeah, we're probably gonna play Halo Five. And <laughs> keep on that. listening. Keep on listening. Uh, all right, let's. So, I mean, I can go on all day about Halo Infinite, but we might as well. We should cover the rest of the conference. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this I'm on. Uh, what's fucking site is this? TrueAchievements.com. Uh, Will's probably on a different one. We're probably all on different things, but yeah. if we just mention a title, I'm sure we can scroll down to find it. Yeah. So uh, they announced uh, Dragon Age Eleven. Uh, S Echoes of an Elusive Echoes of an Elusive Age is coming to the Xbox, which is uh, used to, w- was a Nintendo. Well, it's exclusive. already out. It's already out. Yeah, but uh, it, this is the game I just bought for the PlayStation about a month and a half ago. Oh, wasn't it exclusively for? It was exclusively for PlayStation. This was the game. Remember, I stood in yeah. line at a uh, PAX to we're, play, and you just watched me. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> it was, it was where, where where you and me got separated, oh, and our stupid up, yeah. fucking Wi-Fi thing wouldn't work, and I couldn't text you on where you were. And I'm like, he's gonna be playing Dragon Quest. Oh yeah, you found me. You're like, <laughs> well, I look behind, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is a great game. Um, it's to see Dragon Quest make its way to Xbox is a huge, huge deal. Yeah, uh, not much to say about it, but yeah, it's coming to Xbox. That's great. Uh, it was the first ge- uh, first game of the night uh, that was announced during the pre-show for the first time ever. It'll be coming to Xbox, and on December fourth, it'll be playable on the Xbox Game Pass and the Game Pass for PC. So, yep. Uh, okay, X Omeka was that this? I just want to quickly watch. Yeah, the this was the Mecca one. This was the one. Remember, you and I are like, "What the fuck is this?" And then as we <laughs> kept watching, we're like, "You know what? I'm kind of interested. This actually looks like this could be a game that I could play." I bet you every single thing that was shown, we said, "What the fuck is this?" Like Goodbye. every single thing. <laughs> um. Anyways, so I'm just gonna play it. Yeah, right. This one looks pretty cool. We were like, "Is this like?" Halo, like it kind of looked like Halo for a second, yeah. and then there was like mechas walking around, and you're like, "Oh, it's some like Halo BR." I'm like, "Uh, that's Ugh. what I thought." Yeah. <laughs> and um, then the trailer kept going. I I kind of got more and more interested. I th- I like I said, not necessarily a BR per se, but like a fifty v fifty. But you have like both teams have one mecha. And your mechas have to try to either lead the charge or defend certain points. I think that'd be cool if you had a VIP, like, mecha. And if you took down the enemy in the mecha, it would greatly increase your chances of winning. Like, I think that'd be a super that'd fun game. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's called Exo... Exo... Met... Mech... Exo Mecha. Exo Mecha. 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 We'll Come throw on. some more difficult game names in there for you, Rodney. Yeah. I'm going to force you to watch Gundam. Well, I've I've watched Mecha anime, but I don't know why I can't say Exo Mecha. There you go. I said it. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, that one looks super cool. That's actually one I'm really interested in. Um, okay, moving on. The next one I have on my list was Watchdog Legion. 
I almost said so legions. We've seen this many times already. So, you know, they did give us a new trailer for it, but I'm still kind of against this game because I'm not a huge fan of permanent death. Yeah. Um, like I said, when the trailer launched, I want that old granny with a fucking walker in my party. She's probably going to kick ass. Yeah, and then she's going to get killed, and then you're going to be like, fuck. <laughs> fucking give me your walker. That was the only thing I wanted. Um, okay, yeah. So it's got a resistance trailer in this in the Xbox showcase, and it's coming to the Xbox One on October 29th, and the Series X on a later date. So, oh yeah, throughout this whole thing, they I thought they were going to show Halo Infinite last, and then say that Halo Infinite is going to launch on this date, which would have gave away the release date of the we Series just X. We just got the 2020 again. Yeah, <laughs> fucking assholes, eh? Uh, all right, so this is a this is one of those games that I was like extra confused on. Um, Echo Generation. So it's developed by Coco Cucumber. Uh, it's a turn-based adventure game about a gang of kids who investigate supernatural events. It all feels very Stranger Things. Uh, Echo Generation is coming to Xbox One and the Series X and PC in 2021. So it's got a very blocky, uh, almost Minecraft-looking art style. Yeah. Um, but it... And you uh, get the hockey slash. Right, hockey yeah. Smash. You fucking slashed him in the leg. Like, that's two minutes, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, I don't know. The game... That was the only thing I noticed in that game was the hockey slash, and then I kind of I kind of got lost in the it's rest an, of it. It's an indie game, and it's from a, a small... It's a really small studio in Ontario, Canada, so... Okay. It, I think it's going to be on Game Pass, so if it is, I'll give it a check. Out, uh, a check. Yeah. I always like, you know, checking out those indie games. Some of them are always a little hidden treasure. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on here. Next one I have is uh, Hello Neighbor 2. So yeah. when, th when this was actually playing, <laughs> I, well, it was creepy. <laughs> it was super creepy. But uh, I was actually super interested in what was happening, like what they were showing. Um, and then they kind of ended it on a note where it's like, what happened? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it, yeah they kind of just kind of cliff hung you there. And I don't think that's really appropriate for a gameplay trailer. Well, it, it didn't actually cliff hang you because remember it showed him uh, burning the bird. Uh, well, that wasn't the kit. You weren't playing as him, though, were you? I think so. Yeah, interesting. Anyways, uh, yeah. I got to play the first game to kind of get more uh, contacts for the second. Yeah, so it's a it's sequel to the popular Hello Neighbor, which was announced by Tiny Build. It takes place directly after the events of the original. Uh, this time around, the neighbor has gone missing, and Hello Neighbor 2 is coming to the Series X, Xbox One, and PC in 2021. Cool. Uh, okay, so what else we got here? Uh, is the next one Fallon? Yeah. So... The uh, so this one had two parts to it. First, it had the two guys pitching the game to us, which they did a shitty job by the, of that. By the way, yeah, that that was kind of sad. It, the biggest thing about that is it's a game from Yuji Naka, who helped create Sonic. So I was really excited about that. And, but just the way he pitched this game, you and I were like, "What is this? Like, is this like a dance game? Like, is this rhythm? Like, he was talking about like." costumes you have to wear and then i'm like oh this is not a game that i'm interested in at, at all yeah but then they showed some gameplay of it and it's a 3d platforming game so that <laughs> got me kind of interested yeah i actually after watching the gameplay trailer i'm more interested in playing it i think it's something i could be i could get behind so yeah. so it's called balan wonder world 
It's a it's from Square Enix. It's an action platformer themed around Balan Theater. Balan Wonderworld is coming to the Xbox One Series X and X, whatever the fuck in spring 2021. So that's uh, there was more than what's. Oh yeah, there's there's more here. Uh, okay, so Will, you want to continue on? Uh, yeah, we also have Rare's uh, game Everwild. Yes. Uh, which one was that? That was the. The, was that the dinosaur one? Mm, I here. Let me just quickly watch. Two. I think it's the one with the the kid in it, isn't it? Where she got that kid? I can't quite remember. It's got it's the cell shaded. Uh... Oh right, and you have the big walrus friend thing. Oh, this one, yeah. This is another one that confused the shit out of me. I'm like, what is happening? Like you're showing off impressive visuals, and like a couple characters that you know fucking nothing about. And some massive monsters. Like, do you fight the monsters? Do you like what? What do you do? Like, right? Yeah, it just didn't really explain much. It was literally in all context of it is nothing but like a teaser, not even a trailer. Because I don't get anything behind this. I kind of miss like the original E3, where once they showed a trailer, they'd have the guy come up on the thing and explain the game or play it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. just giving me trailers isn't really getting me into a lot of these games. Well, not only trailers, like this, like I said, this trailer showed literally nothing except the visuals and a couple characters doing, yeah, like, holding people. Yeah, what are you people. supposed to do? Like, what, what is the purpose of this game? Yeah, we don't know if it's an RPG. taming monsters. Yeah, but, but still, is it an RPG? Is it a, like, what is it? We don't know, even know what type of game it is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, when I said it's the one with the baby in it, she wasn't holding a baby, she's holding a giraffe goose. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a baby. Yeah, so that was Everwild. It's uh, being released on uh, Series X and Windows 10, but it's still in development. It doesn't have a release date yet. Yep. All right. Uh, oh, hey, shocker, Forza was announced. Okay, next. Uh, <laughs> tell me why. <laughs> tell me why. So he, this is another story-driven game, um, which... I can't remember what the, la la what the last one was called from this this developer, but uh, I felt strange. Uh, strange something. No, this is uh, don't not entertainment. But yeah, they did do a game. I think strange, but they do that one with the two girls. I just can't remember the name of it right now. It's but called Strange Times. Strange Times. Don't not entertainment. Uh, they did Vampire Twin Mirror. Oh, Life is Strange. That's right. Yeah. Life is Strange. That's the yeah. one. So, I got the same feeling from this trailer as I did from that trailer, where it's just like. The story's kind of interesting to me, but, like, what do you do? So, in Don't Not Entertainment's game, it's more of, like, a... It's not an interactive interactive game, basically. Well, actually, it's interactive, but you don't control someone. Like, it, it, you're literally, like, kind of watching a movie. And pushing buttons? Yeah. That's dumb. Sorry, that's dumb. It, it, it works, because these games don't cost much. Like, they release this for, like, well, this will be on the Game Pass anyways, but when it's not, it's, like, 20 bucks, I think. But what makes it work is, like, it's the story. Well, make a movie, then, if it's about yeah, the story. I and, and played their Life is a Strange one, but I did play their other one, which was uh, The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. Do you remember that one a couple years ago? I from think E3 so. In 2018 yeah. with the boy, remember? And he's wearing the cape and he, he dreams he has superpowers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
That so, was a great game. So, I mean, yeah, obviously people like these games if they keep making more of them, but I don't know. I don't see the, the charm in it, personally. It's it's the same thing as, like, uh, watching or playing a Telltale game, dude. Have you uh, ever played a no, Telltale? I haven't. I haven't played a Telltale game either. I remember when Telltale games were like the height of yeah. Everybody was all about the Telltale games. They have the Telltale. Um, oh my God, they've done so much. Oh, they now. did like Batman, Borderlands, Game of Thrones. Walking I loved Dead. their Batman. Batman was a, an amazing take for me. I really mm -hmm. enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. uh, Walking Dead was great. It, it's literally you're just watching a story, but you make your choices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or the, the Walking. Like, dead one yeah. is like yeah you you choose every i mean obviously in every single game they do it but every decision you make has so much weight behind it yeah the wolf among us that was uh that was a good one too i'm still waiting apparently they finally are releasing the sequel mm. and they did a minecraft one yep so uh, i scrolled down to realize holy fuck there's a lot more shit to talk about um, yeah so we'll go through it quickly but uh Rodney, I don't think you ever played this one, but I enjoyed it. I think uh, the thing that I struggled with the game the most was the actual main story for the Outer Worlds. Mm -hmm. But uh, we got our first DLC, so... Cool. Um, That's the first DLC for Outer Worlds? Yeah, Parallel. Hasn't it been out for a long time? Oh, yeah. Uh, it came out last year. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be September 9th. They spelled September... I feel like they spelled September wrong. They put an extra <laughs> E in there. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that's September 9th and that comes out. Uh, yep. Ori and the Will of the Wisp is getting a uh, Xbox Series X version. And it's in the works and it's going to be playable at 120 frames a second. Q. Uh, next, we have Grounded, which is a co-op survival game. Uh, received a new gameplay trailer ahead of its launch on Xbox Game Preview next week on July 28th. That game looks like it could be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah, so when I see this game, the only thing I can think of is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Totally. I was 100%. 100%. But it's well, a co-op they... game, so if we all four of us can control a character, I am down. This looks fun. Yeah. That, it's kind of like, you guys didn't play Ark, did you? Uh, no, I no. I gave it a shot. It's it's that's or the forest? Did you play the forest? Yes, that's a hard game. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's like that. And then they have... Um, uh, the, there's a one raft. Uh, uh, is it just called raft? Yeah, I think so. It's ex it's pretty much the same kind of play style where you can have up to six people and you start out on a raft floating in the middle of the ocean and you have to collect stuff. Like you just basically float around from island to island collecting resources to make your raft bigger. And hmm. uh, you have to like dive down in the water and there's always a shark that's chasing you. So if you kill the shark, you get like 15 minutes of no shark and then it comes back so you got to time out when you kill it and when you're harvesting resources but it's just a uh, open world ocean game it, this is very similar to it but just in somebody's in backyard, backyard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm interested though it basically you play as a couple kids trying to survive in a backyard plagued by bugs that'll eat you alive and it looks like if you watch the the trailers it looks like there's a lot more to it than just that there's like some type of conspiracy i think you actually have to go and try to find out why you're yeah. small because there's like a like a high almost technology yeah things I hidden throughout mm -hmm. i like this too it's it, uh, they said you'll need to either work together to survive or you can betray them and survive on your own yeah hey, so if you get attacked by a giant worm we'll have to see which one of us runs first okay <laughs> i don't know which one's the most so you go to that end and i'll, I'll stay at this end 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Moving on here. So the next game is Avowed. 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 This is from Obsidian. Yeah. This it's one looks. It's gonna be in the same uh, world as Pillars of Eternity. Yeah. Like this one looks uh, super cool though. Like it's got like a like a Oblivion type theme, uh, like feeling to it, but it's got magic in it. Yeah, it's very uh, first thing like I thought was Skyrim, like a sword in one hand, magic in the other. Yeah, it's apparently really early in development. I think we'll be seeing this in 2022. Yeah, so well, or 2023 because they'll fucking delay it, right? Yeah, yeah. But Obsidian has like a lot going on. Like Grounded is one of their games as well. They have Outer Worlds. Um, they have Pillars of Eternity. You know, like. It's amazing to see them have all this content. Mm -hmm. Did you guys play Pillars of Eternity? No. I tried to play it on console. It wasn't well ported over. I gave up. I I was playing with a couple buddies for quite a while. It's it's a it's a very good game if you're into like Diablo. Oh, or I am. Any of I those. love Diablo. It just the controls call for porting it over onto like PlayStation it's just didn't good. work. It was horrible. Mm. The it thing was... I remember. I played the summoner, so I could just summon like anybody time. Anytime somebody died, I could just summon a zombie out of all the corpses. Yeah. And I got to the point where I could have like 15 zombies at once. So my buddies would be playing with like a caster and a, a warrior, and I would just summon like 15 zombies and just swarm everything, and they couldn't figure out what was going on. <laughs> but yeah, it's a pretty fun game. Uh, okay, so we got uh, at dusk falls uh, coming to the Xbox Series uh, X, Windows 10. Um, no release date though. Uh, next, we this have. This one didn't make sense to me either because it says it's a game that spans a 30 year period in the American Southwest and focuses on family and sacrifice. Because remember, this is the one remember with the. I'm not being racist or anything, with the black fam or the black wife with the white father and then the black daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I don't really get this one because all I got from it is something about revenge. But when you read about it, there's nothing about revenge in the game. So. Yeah trailers are misleading they are uh okay so we have uh sent uh, help send you a send you a saga oh yeah send you a uh hellblade 2 yep uh ninja theory gives a brief update on uh this although there's no gameplay footage shown the developer diary reveals that the game is set in iceland uh okay cool and next we have psychonauts 2 uh this will be coming to xbox one series x and windows 10 in 2021 uh, I'm excited for this. So the original Psychonauts as a platformer was really fun. Nice. Yeah, it's got huge, huge uh, cult following for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're finally uh, don't our um, double fine uh, Tim Schafer's company is finally doing number two. And mm -hmm. like always, you know, Tim Schafer and his best friend Jack Black are uh, working together again. They showcased more Jack Black in this than they did oh, anything because else. Because we've already seen Psychonauts. It was announced like three years ago. They've been working on this for a while. Okay. So now they just wanted to focus on like the music and you know Jack Black is a household name. Yeah. So. Yeah, people people get into it because Jack Black's mm -hmm. in it, and he's got his his gaming channel now too. So I mean, he's probably going to promote. Oh the hell man, out of I watched that. him play Red Dead on Red Dead Redemption. Oh man, that guy was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's he's quite witty. Yeah. Do you guys uh, remember when he first partnered with Tim Schafer and Double Fine, and he actually created a game called Brutal Legend? Oh yeah, man, Brutal Legend. Yeah, I was always hoping for a sequel to that, so maybe that'll be down the road. Yeah. 
Uh, Destiny 2 is getting another uh, expansion called uh, Beyond Light. It's coming to the Xbox Game Pass, along with all the rest of the expansions in September. Uh, Xbox and Xbox Series X optimized version is also in the works. This is huge because Beyond Light uh, we already knew about. I just pre-ordered it for PlayStation, I guess a month ago or so, and it's basically seventy dollars. And you have to buy all your expansions on PlayStation, right? So, mm -hmm. but there's cross save, so now I can actually play my guys on Xbox as well. So this is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so I was gonna. I said this during the event too. I guess everyone who actually bought the expansion passes are are are, are kind of pissed now that they're gonna be fucking free on the Game Pass. Yeah, but it happens sooner or later, right? Like Beyond Light, sure, that's not even out yet. So this is we. I hope people on Xbox haven't bought it yet. <laughs> that would piss me off a little bit. Oh well, yeah, but, this like, is with all of its expansions. Do that. Yeah, that's that would happen no matter what. It happens with like a lot of games on Game Pass, right? Right. It brings all the content over. All's right. fair in love and console war. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to get to the three games down from now. Uh, okay, next one, Stalker 2. Stalker, the Stalker franchise made its way to Xbox. Stalker 2 is coming to the Xbox Series X and Windows. The survival horror will be played on the Xbox Game Pass on day one of its launch. No release date was given. Cool. Uh, next, we have Warhammer 40,000. Oh, I'm Tide. excited for that, man. No, yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, I, I love Vermintide. Vermintide was awesome. So it's a four-player co-op game coming to the Xbox Series X in 2021. Dark Tide will also be playable in the Xbox Game Pass. Okay, uh, I saw a tweet. I fucking died laughing because uh, Xbox uh, X boss Phil Spencer said that um, uh, console exclusives are not what gaming's all about. Yeah, and people were like, "Dude, you're showing like fucking PlayStation has all these Xbox exclusives, and you're showing us fucking Tetris Effect connected. Like, get the fuck out of here." Uh, so that's that's the next game, Tetris Tetris Effect connected. Um, features a new co-op mode as well as a competitive online and local multiplayer. The puzzle game is coming to the Xbox Series X and Xbox One on Holiday 2020. I just thought that was funny. Then we got the gunk. The gunk! Yeah. Uh, Third-person action uh, game set in an exotic world filled with puzzles and enemies. It's coming to the Series X, Xbox One, and Windows 10 in September 2021. Uh, this game... This is the one with the creepy chick in it, right? The medium? No, that was medium. Yeah, the medium was the creepy chick. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to quickly... F yeah, I they showcased the this game was before. Also the, one, the medium was the one, though, we just saw it secondhand, remember? So while you're playing in one world, you're also in the other. And I thought that was actually kind of cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, that's an interesting gameplay mechanic. So it's a split-screen game, but you're playing both sides at the same time so you're seeing the real world and like the underworld um, yeah. and, and you got to use clues between the two of them to solve looks like solve puzzles but i'm not to sure move forward yeah so i kind of like that so you can switch between which world you're controlling to help the other world move forward yeah exactly so. uh i don't think it gave us a release for it though did it I, uh, I don't think it did either. Let me just have a quick look. Uh, holiday 2020 is what it says here. Okay, so it'd probably be a launch title, I'm betting. Yeah, I'd imagine so too. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, he said there was like 30 launch titles for the Xbox Series X. 
that, but he also said after the event that we haven't seen everything. So that's why I, I feel he said there's another conference right. going to be held later this year. I think we're going to be seeing a bit more. Okay. Uh, all right. So we have a new Genesis Fantasy Star Online 2 uh, coming to I'm the I'm kind of excited about this one. Because uh, they see, just see. released Fantasy Star Online 2 to the Xbox, which is exclusive. It's an MMO. Yep. And I kind of want to give it a shot with you, but I don't know if the actual Fantasy Star 2 is actually on Game Pass or not. I don't think it is, and I don't want to pay yeah. full price for an MMO just in case I don't like it. Is, th- is that what this is? Is an MMO? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say this so reminds that's why me... why when you watch it, right, it looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say this reminds me heavily of uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Yes, except Fantasy Star has been around a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly what you said when I said that when this game was being shown. Yeah. Uh, anyways, this is coming to the Xbox One and Series X in 2021. Uh, okay, next is Crossfire X. I believe we were somewhat interested in this game. I'm just going to quickly look at the footage here again. I'm going to have to look this one up. I, I can see it's coming from Remedy, and I always like Remedy, so... It looks it, it, it uh, looked like a Call of Duty game at first, and then it's... Uh, yes, okay, yeah, this is the one I was interested in. This looks really cool. It looks cool. Um, it's hard to keep FPS fresh these days, you know? Like, uh, we've pretty much done all you really can. Yeah. You know, like, we've had our sequences shooting out of vehicles, we've had our running gun moments we've had our stealthy mission moments you know what i mean like we've kind of done everything so it's hard to keep it fresh but this one actually doesn't look too bad it looks like he can do uh some keep some sort of skills like uh, you can turn invisible and uh some sliding knife kills and squirrel suits and shit like that so like this one looks interesting so i I, i'm gonna try this one out i think it looks a little bit generic though like it just looks like a a call of duty skin or like even like rainbow six it just looks like more um Counter-Strike. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay. Especially when you see the characters. Like, this isn't the best polished-looking game, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Cole, I agree with you. It does kind of look generic, which is what I was mentioning earlier. Like, you, we've kind of done yeah. everything, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, okay, anyways, that the Crossfire X is coming to the Xbox One Series X and Series X uh, sometime in 2020, so that'll probably be a launch title, too, there, Will. Uh, okay, so Sea of Thieves, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, and more to be optimized for the Series X, so just keep that in your back pocket. Uh, and finally, we have Fable. So uh, we won't get into a full in-depth Fable uh, discussion. Because we don't we, know anything. <laughs> well, that plus we just did one a few weeks ago, so if you guys want to listen to that podcast, check her out. Uh, we basically went into what we think should be in Halo or Fable 4, but the interesting thing about that is this doesn't say Fable 4, it just says Fable. Yeah, I, I think that's a smart thing because it's been so long since Fable and now that we're like so many generations past it, they can just bring back the uh, the the whole series just as Fable. Yeah, I, I saw a couple things that was uh, suggesting that this might be an MMO. People were saying that, but I can't see it because you know what, who it's being developed by, right? It's Playground Games. Mm-hmm which the only other games that they've really created are Forza. So them to go from a racing game to this RPG, I just can't see them going from, like, making a full MMO. That's, yeah. And I don't really want a Fable MMO either. Do you... I want that single-player campaign where I can just play the game how I want. Yeah, no, I hear... I, I think if they had that story element plus 
Maybe not MMO. Like, we talked about this in our Fable podcast. Maybe not MMO, like, scale. I but... want some co-op. A yeah. Co-op would be cool if you could jump in and out of my game. Like, if I, you know, I'm playing on a harder difficulty or something, I need help with a boss or something like that. Uh, some really, even split-screen co-op. Uh, they had that in Fable 3. Bring that back, I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. No, um, like, didn't they have where you could jump into other people's worlds in Halo Three? You look in the you look in the the yeah. pool and you go to somebody else's world. But you couldn't bring your character. They just made like a, a normal oh. character for you. I want to see like if I was to jump into your game, right? Like if Rodney's playing as the hero, right, and I'm the evil guy, he should have like angel wings on his head, and I should have like fucking devil horns and like flies flying around my body. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, I was just thinking of State of Decay because you can join people's worlds that way Mm -hmm. but i don't think i like that i think that you should just join the same server or whatever the fuck and if you need help on it like if you're a lower level and i'm a higher level and you need help on a quest maybe you can still do the quest but you don't get better rewards yeah Yeah. exactly like i i uh i think that the best thing about co-op in like rpg settings is that people can help you but they have, they have there's something has to be in it for them too, right? Like, why would you go to your friend's game when they're a low, lower level? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then that would open up some multiplayer um, as well, as where you could try to find players, uh, especially on on Xbox, as the find a player uh, thing on Xbox is actually really great. Um, you know, you could say I'm looking for three people looking to do a raid a or something, yeah. right? I actually think, you know, kind of bringing in, like, some of those type of events into Fable would be kind of cool as well. Is, you know, like, maybe not a raid, but a dungeon. Yeah, like, uh, looking at the uh, world premiere thing where the title screen is, like... That that, didn't really show us anything. No, but in the background, (laughs) there's, like, a giant, like, Notre Dame-looking castle or whatever the fuck. Um, I'm assuming that's, like, where the royal family stays or whatever, but, um... Well, in 3, we were the royal family. Yeah. So, you know, it's changed. Like, in number 1, you literally start in that small town that gets destroyed by bandits. Number 2, you're literally living in a box on the street. (laughs) Um, 3, you're in a cat... You're, like, the prince. Yeah. Like, 4, what are you going to be, a god? (laughs) Well, yeah, that would be cool if, like, on top of a hill was, like, a spiral tower and, and, you know, there was daily raids or something in there yeah that'd be super that would cool. be that would be sweet that i and then you get like rewards right like they could bring in legendary weapons and stuff like that and like they could have random stat rolls yeah um and that that would make your character feel unique right like i mean if you play through any of the fables you could do the same thing the whole time and get the same weapons you know what i mean like i think it doesn't change up right yeah so i think, I think it would be cool it. if you had like a, a legendary sword but you could get it in all three arc styles, right? Like, mm-hmm. it could come in fire, it could come in electric, it could come in ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think they, they can totally expand on that kind of stuff and just to make make your hero feel more unique. Al- yeah, more and, RPG element. Yeah, and, and going back to the... Uh, um, so in the first one, you're... Well, in all of them, you're a hero, right? And then if you beat a boss, you get, like, the boss head and you can, like, show it off and stuff. That'd be super cool if, again, going back to that dungeon idea, you beat the fucking dungeon boss... And you're walking around with like the fucking mask of like the the boss you beated. That would be sweet. You beat, I'd rather. be down with that. Yeah. Um, or you get a you get a you do this one super cool side quest and you get a special emote. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think they could they could expand on this like a lot. But uh, the one thing I'd really like to see them do with the new fable though is 
bring back the original lore. So maybe, like, you know, hear about things that happened in the old games. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, like, your sister is, like, that immortal now um, Oracle, right? Mm-hmm. From the first game, because she plays. Uh, remember, you meet her again in the second game, yep. and then she takes the spot, uh, the spiral, um, whatever that castle thing is that's out on the ocean. Yep. She takes control of that, right? But you don't really see it again. Um, I thought it would play into effect in the third game, which it didn't, right? But the whole thing is, and no one has ever come out and said it, is the hero that you play in the first game. His descendant is the guy you play in the second, and then the descendant of uh, that guy is the one you play in the third. So it's basically you're playing the same lineage. Line, lineage, lineage? Family lineage, yeah. Totally. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Cool. So I'd love to see them keep the lore alive. Like, if hmm. this is them kind of bring back Fable, like, mention the old games. Bring back uh, people that could still work. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that probably about does it for this podcast. Um, Cole, anything you want to add about Fable? Um, no, except for that I'm I'm super excited and I'm gonna play the hell out of it. Yeah. Oh, uh, we need John Cleese. John Cleese. He, he's got to come back. I'm very sorry. good. Yeah, um, we were saying how maybe your your how you played the previous games could play into this as well in our in our other yes. Fable podcast. So that would be cool to see. Nearly headless Nick shows up. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> that would work. Uh, but yeah, anyways, so all these games are going to be on the Xbox Game Pass. So actually, before we sign off, uh, we'll just mention this. So I personally wasn't terribly impressed with this Xbox showcase. Um, yeah, and, I wasn't either. Yeah, and then but you had a little change of heart there, Will. By the sounds of it. Yeah. So. I was talking to Mark after, and he wanted to let, uh, find out what was announced. So I told him, and I told him I was kind of disappointed. And then later that night, I was watching a bit of YouTube videos, and even one from Alana Pierce. And she's pro console. She owns everything. And she's like, in her video, it's like, she's in her pajamas. She's like, this isn't a video I was planning on making. She's like, I just can't sleep, and I want to talk about it. So she's like... I'm not telling you to buy the new Xbox. I'm not telling you to not buy the new Xbox. He's like, but I am telling you what they announced today is a game changer. And when you think about it now, after, like, sure, there's not a lot of games right now that I'm interested in, but now all their first-party games are going to be available on Game Pass. That is huge. Yeah, because it... You can play what you could pay fifteen bucks a month and play yeah. five AAA games. Exactly. Right? So yeah. now imagine on launch day for the Series X, right? Mm-hmm. You don't even have to buy a game. Ma- you don't uh, even Halo have to buy Infinite the Series X. Is going to be on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. But that raises the question: How the fuck do they make money now? Because like you, you know, if if. We'll say, when you three- think about it, actually, like paying fifteen dollars a month, right? Like, how many people? There's a lot of people that can't afford all these games, right? So they buy one game or every couple months. That's true. I was now imagine if that you have they're like, constantly getting fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, if you have like a million people pay for your subscription every month, that's they, well, yeah, they'd make more money than selling the game at seventy five dollars. Okay, this is just going to be... We're going to do some quick maths on the Video Games Podcast as we do uh, from time to time. Uh, so there's like 300,000 people in America, give or take, f- from... 300,000? 300, 300 yeah. million? 
Yeah. He's 300 million. There's 300,000 after COVID. That's a, yeah, that's, I was getting to that. All right. <laughs> so there's two, two, 200 million people, sit, let's say, on average, buying the uh like the your first party games that yeah. we'll, we'll we'll pretend we'll loop in canada into that because we i'm sure mm. all, like all three hundred thousand people don't buy games probably not even half of them um anyways so games are what well if we're going by that i guess we should use the u.s price which was 69 isn't it yep yeah so so they're making uh 13.8 billion on first party games whenever they're released yeah so if we take that same 200 million... But that's million, if everyone buys them, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so 50, times 1599. Is that what it is? Game Pass? Yeah. They're actually making... Uh, what did I say before? I think you said 16 billion or something. Uh, let's go to my history. There we go. Uh, 13.8 billion. Uh, yeah. But this way, they're guaranteed 3.1 billion uh, a month with the Game Pass. instead. Of, so, yeah. So that's <laughs> actually that actually works out considerably better because if you only release uh what's it called like two maybe three uh triple a games a year that's mm. yeah that's whatever 13 times three is i think that's uh 39 so 39 billion uh versus three, mil- three more money yeah three times 12 is 36 so they're making pretty much the same money but it's yeah. more affordable for everybody else so that's actually good and that'll prompt more people to buy their console this time, right? So yeah. especially this year with COVID, like this is, and I've said it before, right now it's all depending on games, but also price. Now, mm-hmm. if the PlayStation 5 is going to come out at six ninety nine US, right? I'm yep. just, don't, it's not, I just ballparking. So no one call me out on this. You're probably right though. Right. I hope not. Um, now you're also paying, they were talking about the uh, price up uh, increase for games. Mm-hmm. So now us Canadians are going to be like almost 100 bucks per game. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, so you're going to buy your console at $700. You're going to uh, get your controller, so you're not going to buy another one because that's going to be at 100 bucks, right? Just Most your- likely you're going to buy your warranty. That's going to be about 100 bucks, And then you're going to buy probably a game or two. So now you're at like over $1,000 for a console. Yeah. Now, if the new Xbox launches even at six ninety nine or five ninety nine or four ninety nine, you buy the console, you get your controller, you buy your warranty, but you don't actually have to buy any first party games. You already own them all. Yeah, they're Pretty on much, Game yeah. Pass. Now you just have to maybe pick up like um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Or uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I don't know, like the, this year, it, it's going to be up in the air who might win. But this is actually huge for Xbox. Mm-hmm. Didn't think about it when it was announced. I thought Microsoft let me down. And then when I thought of uh, like had time to digest all the information, I'm like, no, actually, this is this is game changing. Yeah, totally. Uh, okay, guys. Well, that'll that'll about wrap her up for the podcast here. Um, thanks for for joining me, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, like I said at the beginning, uh, check out our our what's it called website, videogamesnow.ca, and uh, you can find all of our content on there. And uh, you can also check out our Patreon at uh, Patreon.com/slash/videogamesnow for uh, exclusive stories every week and Patreon-only content. And you can listen to the podcast one day before everybody else. So check that out, guys. And uh, thanks for those who are already patrons and have stuck around for a while. And we will see you guys next week where we will talk about what, Will? 
Uh, it's a good question. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe uh, I might talk about um, Fable or not Fable, um, Fairy Tale if I do pick it up on Friday. I might pick it up because then I can play it in the car because I'm actually going away next weekend, so uh, we might report. And then you're good, right? Yeah. That's the whole thing about the Switch is playing games on the go. Totally. Uh, yeah, I might. Uh, we might be a day late on the podcast for the Patreons, but we'll make it up to you with some something cool. And, yeah, we'll uh, talk about some content, embarrass a couple people, and yeah. throw Pati- a couple people pr- under the bus. Particularly will, but yeah. Um, I was talking more Mark. Oh, yeah, we could talk about Mark. No. Okay, anyways, thanks yeah. a lot, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. See you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.